I want to take a minute and talk about Shop Boss. It's the ultimate solution for automotive shop management. In fact, the founder was a former shop owner himself. He was an industry guy with coding knowledge and experience who built what he wished existed for his own shop. Let's not forget about their customer service because it truly is second to none. They've invested in the people and the processes, ensuring that you receive top-notch service every step of the way. Say goodbye to the hassle of managing separate sets of books. Everything you need is built right in. ShopBoss also offers built-in DVI functionality, eliminating the need for third-party solutions. With Boss Pay, powered by 360 Payments, enjoy integrated payments with digital signature capture. And with customizable real-time reporting on the owner's dashboard, gain valuable insights into your business at a glance. See how they can simplify your auto shop at shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. Shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. That's shopboss.net forward slash gearbox. <laughs> and back back to the stage we have Lalo there. Hello. <laughs> oh, he would answer the phone right now. What is so damn important? It's the, yeah, the sweet tea. Put it on so we can all listen. It's pure leaf. Just a sweet tea? Oh, sweet you're tea. a sweet tea, huh? Okay. All right. Text me if anything you need, because I'm going to be leaving soon. Oh, we need stuff. Yeah? Yeah. You're, yeah, we'll t- <laughs> you're right in the middle of the podcast. We got, right we now, got, so we got into, we're having enchiladas <laughs> and sweet tea, it sounds okay. like. I'm excited. Me, Judy. You know where to reach me. Paso Auto Repair, 24-7, <laughs> eight times, no, seven days a week. Okay, yay. 14 days a week. <laughs> okay, I gotta go. Bye. Bye. Well, that was nice. What is she getting you? Probably just tea. Sweet tea? Sweet tea. Well, that's nice. That's why I told her not to get that anymore for me because I'm already sweet enough. Did you hear that? That was all the nitro. Dude, I'm scared. It's uh, it's got nitroglycerin. It's the Pepsi. Off. I'm gonna bounce it off. The Look walls. at that! Look at the color of it. It's so thick. Nitro Pepsi. I, it was a little misleading to me because I, I assumed it had nitroglycerin. I thought it was like an energy drink, but it's not. It's, no, it's, it, they use nitrogen for the. Oh, the, oh, it's like, the, I see it's what like that saying. fancy beer that you like to drink. It's just like the. It's like those IPAs. The, the, the IPAs that you like. IPAs. It's just kind of a lie. Oh, I shorted you a little bit. Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. That's how good it is. It's not alcoholic, so. So instead of using regular CO2, they use nitrogen. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's a thing that you craft beer drinkers. What's the purpose? I don't know. We're going to find out. Whoa. That's pretty good. That should get you jacked. Nice little sugar rush. So none of the freezer, like that freezy stuff. The fizzy stuff? The freezy, frizzy, frizzy. Are you, are you trying to say fizzy? fizzy? I feel like you're trying to say honorable. Honorable. <laughs> what, is it fizzy? Are you calling it fizzy? Uh, fizzy, yeah, the fizzies. Fizzy? Yeah, it's a little like fizzy, like carbonation. You know, it's no carbonation. It's like, it's almost like it's flat, huh? Uh, it is flat. Seems like as soon as you opened it, everything went out. It's flat, but it's not. It's interesting. I don't think I don't think it works with Pepsi. I don't think so either. One to ten, I give it like a six. Six. Yeah. Damn. We're like, damn. 
Well, so much for our Pepsi sponsorship sponsorship that we were going to get for Nitro. Like, let's let's move on. Moving on. Hey, you excited about AST? I am. I'm just excited to get on the plane. Just to go? Just to go. Just go somewhere? Just go somewhere. That's- you know, what is the one thing going to training like that that you're expecting to get out of it? Because everybody's got some... I feel like when you start, you want the silver bullet, right? Yeah. And you and as you go on, you realize that there isn't a silver bullet, but a lot of uh, golden nuggets that you get along the way. But but you don't get like someone's not going to tell you what to do because there isn't something there isn't anything someone can tell you what to do, right? No, honestly, I don't know what to expect from this training. Honestly, I think it's the same thing I expect from every training I go to: is learn something new, something that I could. And in every training, there's always going to be something that you could apply. To yourself, to the business, to whatever. So right. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm. That's kind of what I like. You're about just it right excited now. about yeah. the unknown. Huh? I think that's what I'm excited about. Is you're like knowing. at the to- you're like at the top of the mountain. You're like, what else could I possibly I learn? Like enlighten me, Zeus. As I, yeah, you're right. I, I got. <laughs> what can they give me? A guy that has everything. Yeah. Know? Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just. Yeah. I just. I'm just excited overall, period. Yeah, just, you know. And then. Too bad it's on the East Coast, but that's okay. Well, I've never been to the East Coast, so it's always the first for me. West Side, man. You know what I'm saying? It's all about about Tupac, you know? Yeah. At the West Side. You know, they said it. (laughs) It's California girls, you know? I guess it'll be a new culture for us. It'll be be, be good to experience the culture. To say it's, the least, good, right? it's good to open up. Can open up, change open the menu, change a little bit. You know, menu. Uh, don't expect any Mexican food, though. I know. I'm, that's what I'm kind of up against the fence about. But it should be a good time either way. I so I think like training. When I first started doing training and like looking on YouTube way before I could even afford like a coach or doing any of that, you just look up free videos on YouTube or podcasts or like whatever you can find. And you're just like constantly looking for this magic recipe of like, what do I, what do I need to do? Like, can you just tell me what to do? And I think maybe that's like the technician mindset kind of where you're just like looking for just the answer to what part do I replace? And then that fixes this vehicle. You know what I mean? I I feel like that's like really hard to like wrap your head around that there's not. And you just have to constantly like, no, there there is no vehicle and there is no parts. No, there isn't. I mean, (laughs) even though there is, but there isn't. What and I'm just like barely grasping that right now. Yeah, what could work for me may not work for you. So I mean, right. it's 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 the same information for everybody, and it just you got you got to apply it. You got to take it with yeah. a grain of salt, and you got to apply yeah. it in the way that works the best for you. And it's like, damn, I did not realize all the training seminars. I was like, why are you telling me this? this and it's like you're so narrow minded and like straight line focus on like how do I put that exact thing into my business and it's like that doesn't work so then you're like this guy's full of it because that would never work you know what it's funny <laughs> you say that because i remember the the last training we went together yeah i remember those kind of exact words were coming out of your mouth you know it's like what, what could he train me what could he teach me that whatever what i don't know already i mean it's you know, i never i never yeah, said you know that. and it's like and now look at you it's like man my boy's growing up already looking at <laughs> Look at him. Man. I think it's just like learning, learning just to like take that stuff and just yeah, apply it exactly like the way you need to instead of like cut 
like I'm gonna just cut that out and just paste it right over like what I'm doing every day. It's like yeah. some stuff you can, so it's it's a little misleading because you can you just like can literally just apply that boom right into yeah. your to your tactics the next day. But a lot of the stuff you can't, and it's like I've I've been really looking and seems like the like more personal growth than business growth. I think is important too. I think so. I'm a little. I'm a little scared this one because I don't know if I have like a personal break because like everyone's talking about like therapy, like, and they have like. Well, I think. I mean, I think they're all it comes together. I mean, your personal growth will affect your business. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think the more you grow personally in a personal level, the more your business will grow true. So I'm always. I mean, I wasn't like that before. I mean, open to changes are open you know to new things and now i accept them you know but the open mind you know see i just curious to see how okay how how is this gonna improve me as a person and improve the shop right it goes hand in hand but i don't think you realize that i don't know i mean not at first anyway i don't no not you like you you it's like y'all y'all you all you got to get that down to y'all. The, the you all. Is that a thing over there? <laughs> I think. I, just I in case, keep out. it. Just practice it. Keep just it. keep practicing. I mean, it's, it's come natural to you, though. <laughs> just looking in the mirror. You, you all. You, you all. all. I will see. No, it's just the, the I mean, yeah. You, you got to work on yourself. And I think that's that's what's going to be um, interesting to see what, what happens. But I think going back to like kind of trying to find that silver bullet, maybe a lot of people are thinking about going to training. And it reminds me of a guy I met, um, not a guy, I guess it was a kid, um, at Apex. Was it last year or the year before? Um, him and his wife, they had a shop. I think it was in Florida. I can't remember what it was called. But he was he, like he was ready to close up. He had bought this place. He had like a half a million dollars invested into it, wasn't working, uh, and he decided to go to Apex for some of the training seminars because he thought, oh, I'm going to do this and I'll be able to go back and fix my business and everything's going to be better again. And it was like, I think that was like really eye-opening for me because I thought of the same thing. Not that I was necessarily where he was as far as failing, but I wasn't obviously doing great. And so, yeah, I was going to training seminars to like learn how to do better. And I was at the same thing, like, okay, so where do I invest my money in classes that's going to get my the most bang for my buck? You know, like, who's going to teach me how to get out of this rut right now? And it was like, once once I heard him say that, oh, I'm just going to learn how to do this so I can go back and fix my business. It was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. But it's like, I'm there doing the exact same thing <laughs> until you like get that 30,000 foot view of like, you're you're here you're gonna take six classes and you're gonna you're gonna fix your business what are you talking about but like i'm there doing the same thing that's, like <laughs> that's why you're there i mean i mean you yeah but you're not gonna fix it that like you're not gonna well, do those classes and then always just take that information and then go plug it in and, and be fixed oh no, no you know what i mean no. and that's like kind of the mindset i was having is like one of these guys knows the secret and i just gotta find which one is gonna tell t- you know tell me what it <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, like you realize you just take a little bit at a time and I mean, keep incorporating it, folding it in, you know. All the guys there that are like the, the presenters, I mean, they all know the secret. Yeah. And they're all telling us the they secret. Don't, they, don't, they just won't tell you. No. They won't tell you. They, <laughs> they just, just won't tell you. No, I mean, they, 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 I mean, they all tell you the same information, but it's a different how, way. Yeah, different way. I mean, just different. 
how are you going to apply it? I mean, and that's every training that I've gone to. Yeah. I mean, I come back all pumped up and say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. And sure enough, I mean, half the stuff that I tried probably didn't work or I'm just disappointed because it didn't work. I don't see the results, but I mean, it's, not stop trying i mean you get but back back let's go back so you said you get pumped up when you get back i think that is like 80 to 90 percent of like the training seminars yeah you know like i i it's it you don't realize like that is what you go there to take away yeah because you're motivated enough to try these new things and find out what works and what doesn't and i think that's more important than actually the information that someone gives you hey try this and it's like I'm not trying that. That doesn't work. But it's like they get you motivated enough and, and you're like, I'm going to try it. And you realize it doesn't work. Well, that's good because that's one less thing you, you know, that you can't add yeah. and can't do. Or maybe it did work. Maybe there's you changed a little bit to make it work, whatever it is. But the motivation, I think, is really important. All the, you got to also look at it, you know, all the fails count as something because you know what not to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's it, it, everything's a plus. But then, like you, you try and you and it doesn't work. But then I don't know. Four years later, you're in maybe a different position. Yeah, and it's like, and it well, works. maybe that will work now. Yeah. And you forget about it. You know, you forgot. You're like, hey, I don't need to do that. Like, I've already tried that. It didn't work. And it's yeah. But then you circle back three, four, five, six, whatever years later, and then all of a sudden, wow, I could, I totally forgot about that. But you've already tried it, so you know exactly how to implement it right away. Yeah. You know, you don't have to like work through that stuff. It's like, I know all about it, I know how to implement it, and you just plug it in and boom, it works yeah. now because you're in, you have more employees or you're, you're just in a different situation. Everything's different as time yeah. change. I mean, time goes by, everything changes. Right. I mean, like you're saying, you have more employees, you know, you got more overhead, you got, I mean, Different so cars that are different coming cars in. Different cars coming in, different cars. I mean, yeah. You change your own personal yeah. vision as far as like what you want to be working on and you don't realize like, yeah, it's like, I couldn't go back. Like, even when we did that uh, that training for Napa was it with Vin Waterhouse. Oh, wow. It's like I still have his thing I go through sometimes. Yeah. Just, and it's like, oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And it's like, can I, you know, what can I use out of that? All of a sudden it's like, or even just to circle back, you get all a whole new staff now. And it's like some of the things I was trying to get the other guys to do, they didn't want any part of it. And now this crew is willing to try these these new tactics. It's like, oh, cool. This is going to work now. Like, And that has a lot to do with it, too. It's just all your guys. I mean. Oh, that's if, everything. If they're that's open-minded everything. about things, they'll, yeah, let's give it a try. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But some are just like, um, they're set in their ways and they don't, they don't care. Yeah. Well, I think the big thing, the most important things is, is, is your staff. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, it's not like it was. We've said it before, like you growing up, or and I've, I've, I've seen, I mean, your crew. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a big transformation, a big change, yeah. compared how, I guess you could say you were doing things back then to how you're doing things now. Yeah, it's a big change. I mean, obviously you've done something different. Yeah, and and, different. and the main thing is, just, I mean, it's basically a whole new crew. I guess in the past. If you look three years ago yeah. from today, it's it's completely new crew, and yeah, you take care of them, and they and they take care of you, and you know reward them. Um, yeah, we started doing uh, the profit sharing, and it's like, hey guys, this is the goal. Like, I want to be at a hundred thousand a month. You guys go over that. Anything net over that, we're gonna split it all up. And uh, so they, all, they all got a nice big. Um, How's that? How's that, how's, that, how's that working for you? Well, we did it in July. 
So <laughs> it went well for July. Um, so we'll see how the this month rounds out. But I don't mind it. The the money might it might have gone somewhere else. Maybe we could have used it to. You know, we're looking at the alignment lift and putting an alignment machine in. And we need some new oil drums and yeah, all the. I mean, we need equipment. We need stuff. Well, but honestly, like the most important things, those guys put in the hours, yeah. they put in the work, they put in the time is like, that's the immediate investment that I want to put it back in. Maybe somebody doesn't agree with me. I don't care. Like the money was there. It was like uh, three grand that I pulled out to give everybody a bonus is like, that's, that's nothing. You know, I mean, not that it's nothing. It's definitely worth, well, I, I mean, mean it's, it's, there's it's, a lot of improvements I could well, have done to the shop, but I think for them to get some cash in their pocket and like it's summertime we gave him a day of PTO. We gave him this bonus. It's like, you guys go, in, like, it's freaking summertime in Paso, like, Central Coast, California. Dude. You go go take your no, family out and enjoy no, that's it. that's cool. No, you know, but I mean, it's just nothing. And the fact that, you know, based on what they've given you, I mean, 3000 is nothing to share with them and give back. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, what look at what they produce for you. It's quite more than 3000 so, Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I mean, I've always, I always been a big fan of that. But the reason why I ask is because I have tried before the profit sharing, but it hasn't really worked out for me in the past just because not everybody agrees on on the amount. I mean, do you split it? I mean, 50-50 amongst everybody or? Yeah, we, we just took the the net share and we took a percentage of the net that was over our goal. So not the gross. We took whatever the net was and then we just divided equally amongst everybody. Oh, see, I see. Because it was a team effort. Like, well, th- and we have productivity incentives for you know, some of the guys, and everyone's new. Um, I mean, the the sen- my senior guys just over a year, so he's he's the he's the veteran here. Um, everybody else is within three to six months. So to say, like, I, I could definitely see that if you had a crew of guys that was like, you know, three years plus. I could see that kind of causing a little bit of a ripple because maybe someone's been a higher producer for two, uh, you know, two of those three years and someone else hasn't. And then you're going to equally share this distribution like this guy's been, you know, but I feel like that situation where if you have someone that's fallen behind and this, this is like another conversation I remember listening to, I can't remember where, but having an employee that uh, that's bringing the rest of the morale down, bringing the rest of the crew down, and the owner or the manager is not seeing that. And I think that's important to see that. I don't have, I've not, I haven't been there. I haven't anybody for more than three years. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. So I can't really weigh in and say, Hey, pay attention to what your guys are doing. Cause I'm not there, but you should know that if you have a guy that's really dragging back, like that's a different conversation, you know, like you can manage that differently. Like, Hey, you've, you know, Here's here's a hundred dollars less because you've haven't been keeping up. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I mean, that's the issue I was having before was you know we got guy that you know kicked butt. I mean, the whole month shows on the productivity and everything, and then you got other guys that were just slacking. So his argument was, well, how am I gonna? Why am I gonna share? Why is it fifty fifty? When I pretty much was the main contributor to all this, and these guys weren't doing their part, that's kind of fair. But I mean, I, I feel like that maybe that's your fault. Maybe it could be. I don't know. I mean, just to just to stick you stick you real quick, you know, yeah, throw that jab out there. No, I just because like if if like if you have someone that's 
they could be older, they could be younger, whatever. They don't move as fast, right? Or maybe they're younger, they don't know enough to move that fast. But as as like the manager should be like putting that person in a role because this is a, I'm just talking about a team bonus right now, like as a crew. So I I felt like everybody played a role to get us there. Everyone showed up when they needed to show up. They got the jobs done that they were asked to get done. The jobs that needed to get sold got sold. Like everybody came together to meet this goal. Like it doesn't matter that you pumped out you know 20 hours more than the other guy. He still did what we asked him to do as as the owner. And if I'm asking this guy to do something and he's not keeping up, that's on me. Or if I purposely said you don't have to do as much, well, then he's either paid less. Like there's there's a role, right? Like so if, if you're not keeping up with the task at hand because you move a little slower, you don't know enough, well, then I need you to clean up. I need you to keep this stuff organized so these guys that the high producers can keep, you know, pumping workout. I need you to porter the cars. I need, And so that becomes that group effort where, yeah, he's putting in a lot more in quotes work right because he's pumping more hours out but he wouldn't be able to do that if the shop wasn't clean and organized and he had to stop and clean and organize it and this guy doesn't matter what we did to him he's he's always he's never going to be a high producer so hey why don't you clean up and make sure he's i don't know that's a bad example i don't want to say use cleaning but you get what i'm saying like you just put them in the position to make sure the rest of the shop is benefiting and 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 that's what i mean with the team bonus obviously there's other stuff that you can do with like productivity and stuff but i just just to go off on a tangent yeah, a little bit as far yeah. as like the team. That, and that was my thought. Like that month, everybody was like doing what they needed to do, what I asked them to do. And I hope that if I'm in, the, I'm in your situation, someone will come up to me and say that like, hey, I feel like this is a little unfair. He got the same bonus I did because A, B, and C is like, okay, cool. Like I hope like I, someone tells me that, you know, because in my eyes, I feel like I put everybody where they needed to be. No, you got a good point there. I mean, <clears throat> maybe me, I mean, I wasn't seeing it in that perspective because you're right everybody's got their own role whether is the new guy that started and you know he's at the very bottom right but he has an important role just like everybody else as if even if he's the one that you know what your job is just to make maintain everything clean you know empty the oil buckets the you know put away filters you know like you're saying make sure that everything's set up for the top text to just right. keep on working. And it doesn't That's, need to be like that, but you get what I'm saying. But no, right? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So And so him to have that attitude, obviously he feels like you're not doing your job because yeah. you haven't delegated appropriately. He should be the point like, I got my bonus because I did my job, and like that's all you should be worried about. Like, why why are you worried about what everybody else you know is what? doing? And that's always that's always. Been <laughs> so that's my... the other side of it too. Like, why don't you pay yeah. attention to what you're doing instead of what I'm I'm doing? And that's always been my argument. And I say just. Worry about what you got to do. Right. Pay attention to what your job is, and that's it. Don't and then worry you about get compensated else. for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more you pay attention to everybody else, the more you're going to have an issue. You're going to start picking at everything that everybody's doing, and then that's what be, that's what creates uh, a division. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're no, no longer a team, right? You know. So, but that's always been my thought too. Is just exactly what you're saying. It just I never really saw it that way i guess you could say uh, well it's just like i said i just hope someone would bring it to my attention because that's important feedback and you can either take that and say he's just he's just doing what he does or it's like hey you know what maybe he's right maybe i do need to reallocate some of this funds but at the end of the day it's your call right i mean and, and and if he got his bonus you've obviously led the team to get 
to that high sales goal, right? right? In order for him to get that bonus. So what's the problem? Like I I made the choices, I made the decisions, I led this team to get to this point. Yes, we all did our parts and that's why you're getting this bonus. But if I did it like you want me to do it, are we going to get to that bonus? You know what I'm saying? So it's like if if we're if we're making there and that's because of my decisions is like then that's that's final. Yeah, but that's a, yeah. but but it's it's critical to get that feedback too because if that's going to demote him and make him feel like he's not doing you know right. getting compensated fairly then and like, it's, it's a tough conversation. Yeah, it is, and like I mentioned, I was like, you know what? Regardless, I mean, you're getting compensated for what you do, no matter what, right? Because you know he's flag time, so he's like he's my top producer, right? So it's like you're getting paid for your performance this is just a added bonus for you just for doing what you're already doing see that was my point too so it's like it's a team team bonus so why i mean why there should be there shouldn't be an issue right but and obviously in their eyes it's just like no it's not fair but but you're right i mean that's it's a team you know we got to work as a team if if we do crappy then the whole team does crappy yeah so it and I think that circles back to like what I, what I said is like we, it's just not the same as when we were kind of no, brought yeah, up into it yeah, and like yeah. and you can't like not that you ever should but you know it's like I always was like grateful to you know like I, I was I always thinking I was gonna get fired all the time exactly. like like I was just like so scared all the time of being fired but like oh man like and it's like oh I broke something I gotta tell it's like and I'm sure that's 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 still the like nobody wants to be that guy that's like breaking stuff or not doing the right thing but I feel like there's a lot more out there that think that's an okay versus like I don't know what what I was brought up or when you brought up in this like it's like a, it's, it's it's a little different mindset know you know it is, and, and like the fairness of a bonus like bro um what <laughs> this, no, this is a bonus and that's what I got to get used to because like you're saying uh, I would just grateful to have a job yeah be able to come in every day you and get a paycheck you can cash on Friday exactly I would just not wait that. two weeks I'd to cash it <laughs> never never complain it was it was I was always happy and grateful and, you know and and whatever they decided is you know hey I'm even if it's a pat on the back, I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. I mean, yeah. that's, I, I'll take that. Right. Now, I mean, it's like, it's all about me, me, me. I mean. Yeah. And not, and occasionally, you know, like you, 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 but occasionally you want to talk about me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like it's like the other way now. Yeah, the other way. Yeah, the other <laughs> way right, yeah. <laughs> but it's like not not everyone, not every not everybody's like but, that. No, but, but the whole thing of like this being kind of the norm. This is the new normal as far as like yeah. pay pay rates, having bonuses, incentives, and I think it's how it should be. Uh, I mean, honestly, I have no idea why I stuck in it this long. You know, it was obviously beyond just getting making money. Like for me to stay in this industry as long as I have, I you know what I mean uh it's it's far it's like if i, if I really like put numbers to, to the you know and actually thought about it, it was like and maybe it was like the side work or I, I don't really i don't really know but i just gave up i just like you know what no, but yeah this is good as if you're looking at your salary yeah, at the like, time it's like you were capped out at like 60 or yeah. seventy thousand a year and if it's I'm like lucky yeah if you're lucky and and it should be more than that you yeah. know looking at where we've come from now and how much it takes to to fix these vehicles nowadays it's it's a six-figure income job i mean yeah. it's well above what a plumber does it's well above what yeah. most hvac companies guys do it it is that it's yeah. more than electricians i mean it's it's all three of those trades wrapped into one and our stuff has to go down the highway at 70 miles an hour yeah. so 
and we can't just replace it. You know, if you've ever had HVAC done before, it's like they don't fix it. They just replace everything. So it's like taking every car that comes in. It's like, oh, you got a check engine light. We're going to put an engine in it. You know, like that, that would be easier, wouldn't it? And it's like, that's what they're doing. And granted, there's there's skilled there's skilled tech technicians in the field when it comes to those trades as well, and so they you, have a hard time. Yeah, like you got a you got a bad spark plug, you need an engine. Engine, simple, right away, straight to jail. <laughs> Don't collect two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, and so I think I think it's deserving of the money. So I don't want to like stray away from the fact of like not compensating for that. But yeah, I mean, to have it be the way it is with having bonuses out there now and and different stuff, it's like you have your your productivity bonus for individual technicians, and then your your productivity and your sales quota for your service advisor, and then you have your overall team bonus, and you mm-hmm. get and I mean whatever it takes, you know, like. If, if the money's there, um, it's 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 going out. And the problem, I think, is a lot of the time we're talking about going back to fixing shops, or like and that stuff. It's like raise your raise your your rate. Maybe, yeah. And I think that's the one thing that always drove me away from ever like becoming or getting into a group or getting into a coaching program. This was like everyone's just going to tell you to raise your rate. You know what? That that's that's one of the things that. Uh, so far has not uh, kept me out of joining something like that because I was afraid of that. I was afraid they're going to tell you what you don't want to hear. In a sense. Or it's like, I'm going to pay all this money just yeah. for you to tell me to raise my rate. Yeah, raise my like, rate. I already know that. They're going to come in. They're going to tell you how to run your shop. and You need to do this. You need to do that. And it's like, I don't want that. Yeah. I want to be able to run it the way I want it. But if, you're, if I continue running the way I run it, then... Is there going to be any changes? Probably not. Progress? Probably not. Is anybody going to hold? You got to have someone hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but it is. I mean, talk about silver bullets. I mean, I think if there's one with one takeaway when it comes to training is like raise your rate yeah. like that, and it's like so obvious, but yet so polarizing at the same time. Yeah. It's like I'm not. I'm not just going to raise my. I'm going to lose all my customers. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I'm not comfortable <clears throat> doing that because I don't think I'm worth anymore. Like, how do I just raise my rate and not give any more service out? Like, yeah. so. But then you realize, like, you have to put the cart in front of the horse. You know, yeah. like you got to get that income coming in so you can take care of everybody, and then you can offer more service. And honestly, like the service that you start offering is just the guys being more comfortable and or girls. You know, actually giving a better service because they're treated the way they should be treated you know and they're it's like it's it's a crazy thing you know and it's like all it does is just raise your rate like <laughs> that's all it takes oh that 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 it'll, really was all it took it'll, huh it'll fix everything it, I mean, it really does it you does. know in a sense and it's like but if you just say that and like you just hear that you just feel like you're, you're just like i don't know no, i don't know the, i don't know the word for it but you know what i'm saying no though. and that's what that's the conversation i have with uh you know most of some of these other shops that we know um, you know, it's like just bent out of all the problems they have and this and that. And I'm just it's the first thing I come or I come up with is like I tell them just charge more, man. You gotta, we gotta raise your rate. Oh man, it's easier said than done. I was like, no, it's easy. Just do it's, it. It's pretty damn easy. You just, just do actually it. Push I mean, that button. You, you, you'll notice the you'll notice a big difference, and you're gonna notice you're not gonna have a I mean a big decline on clientele. I mean, the the ones that are going to leave are the ones you don't want anyway. So it's, yeah. it'll, it'll it'll clean house. Yeah. So it's it's a win win. You just got to you just got to do it. You got to pull the bandaid and do it. Yeah. So, 
unfortunately, I mean, a lot, a lot of these shops around here right now, I mean, they're, I think between three shops, I think we're one of the highest ones. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all, I mean, they're all under a hundred. Yeah. And it's like, how we're in California. Yeah. And they're under a hundred an hour. Exactly. And they're booked out three weeks. And I, was I, I and thinking. and I get at least two a week from one of these other shops. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about oh, you. Oh, you weren't. Oh, I'm sorry. But but, but, I'll, but I'll take what you can give me anyway. <laughs> sure, I'll, ta- I'll I'll sure I'll take your headaches. No big deal. No, it's not headaches. I, I'll, I'll take I'll take all your nightmares. I just like to you know feed a dog a bone sometimes. Oh, sure, you know, yeah, yeah, like, that's you know, what it is. Yep. Go, go visit my buddy Jimmy. He'll take care oh, of you. Yeah, man. yeah, I bet. He's an awesome guy. Very uh-huh. good. Very. Here we go. Very awesome guy to talk to. I gotta put my boots on. Hang on a second. <laughs> Shit's getting deep in here right now. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and it's amazing how it really is. That's all it takes. But talking about raising your rates, what's a good sales tactic that you like to use? I thought about this earlier today, and we were talking a little bit about it in the office <coughs> about how to like. I don't know. When you talk about sales, I feel like that's another kind of, um, I don't know what you call it. It just sounds sleazy. It's it's another awkward conversation to have when you're talking about sales because it feels like you're selling somebody, like, like you're a used car, like yeah, you're a sales. Yeah, and you are yeah. in a sense, but you're, you're advising them and then you're attaching a number behind that. And so I really like that idea of like you're, you're advising what's wrong with the vehicle and you divorce that from like the cost. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, every customer that comes in, that's what for me, I'm not saying that it becomes, it comes easy to me, but every customer that comes in, I just see him as a friend, you know, just like I'm talking just to a regular friend and tell him, Hey man, this is what you need. And you know, this is the cost. And I mean, once they see you as a, as a friend, I mean, not as an enemy or a salesman, it, it just, becomes easy yeah but you that that's like salesman 101 right there. is it yeah i mean a little bit yeah <laughs> i think so <laughs> no wonder i mean it's this weekend like i guess that guy was good because i just got sold on a forty five hundred dollar couch yeah he sold your ass <laughs> that's for damn sure damn yeah he said you guys are gonna hang out i guess yeah he said he, he did say that all. i was like do you spend he probably had kids right yeah and it's like do you spend yeah. Hang out at the backyard quite a bit. Is it? Like, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I'll see you there next. Oh, I'm Wednesday. sure you'll see like, him. Yeah. Okay. He had been no idea where the place is. So, is going to be cash or check? Oh, here's the card. <laughs> He's probably going to buy you a round of beers too, right? He's like, oh, I'll meet you. I'll meet you there. I'll definitely be there, man. No problem. Yeah, I'll die. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> well, you good. Well, huh? I guess you know. Not being on the other side of the counter, yeah, it does feel taken advantage of. A little bit, huh? Well, the, if he's there, if he ends up being there for karaoke on Wednesday, then we'll, 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 we'll see. About we'll, that. see. we'll see. Maybe he'll we'll see how well he sings too. We'll better, be, better be good, huh? <laughs> he better be good because that's. No, I meant like talking through kind of the estimate, and another thing I really liked was like having a service advisor and an estimator. That was another uh, thought that I really, I really agreed with is really taking the counter sales and and dividing it. And what I mean by that is like having someone who's a people person. Yeah. Who's a salesperson. That's a plus. Right? That's a plus. But I mean like having that person up front to just interact with the client. Hey, look, thanks for coming in. 
how's your kids? How's the car? It's not good because you're here. That's okay. We'll take care of it. Okay. Boom. Gone. Makes a phone call. Whatever. Email, text. Hey, we found this list of things. In addition to what you came in for, I just want you to be aware of it. I'm advising you these are the things we should take care of now. These are the things we should put you on schedule for. Let me know what you think. And that's it. And then you have an estimator come up behind with the prices. And they say, hey, you know what? You're right. I'd really like to take care of that stuff. And then the estimator comes in and says, okay, well, these are your prices for these items. And in a sense, it's kind of like a good cop, bad cop. Yeah. You know? But just really dividing that up a little bit so that the advisor is not giving you a number or a price. You know what I'm saying? And it is a tactic. But I just feel like that changes the dynamic a little bit where it's like the advisor is just there just to advise. Look, this is the stuff that the techs, technicians are, you know, wanting to do. This is what you came in for. And here's the other stuff. And we already divide that up. I don't know if you do that, but we divide it up and we give them the priority stuff. And if it comes in with a check engine right. light, but the wheel bearings about ready to or the ball joints are ready to break apart, like this is priority. But then also, hey, we saw the pinion seals seeping a little bit and your transmission fluid's dirty. We should service that. Don't need to do it today, but let's put you on the schedule for two weeks, right? And just divide it up, you know? Um, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. No, I definitely, I, yeah, I, I, I de- we definitely do that. I mean, I, I try not to overload. I mean, we tell, we pretty much straight out, just honest with the customers, you know, we tell them everything it needs, but but your priority is this right everything else could wait you know next time a month or whatever you could you know whenever you're ready to do the rest of the stuff but this stuff is priority this needs to get done now and then just yeah have everything all set up rest them it's ready so you know individually knowing what we do is just okay you know this for today this whenever you can this could wait until then this could wait until then and they have everything all set and yeah, I mean, the, the tactic of just, like, kicking the can a little bit. But well, you're saying, so you have you have an estimator and a service advisor? No, 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 no. That That's that's the I'll idea. Say, that's, okay. like, that's, like, the idea of, like, I, I really like the thought of that. Wow. I was saying, is that, is that how you roll? Man, that's, like, having a nanny. I'm not, I'm not, busy, brother, enough. I'm not busy enough for that. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're good right now where we're at. But you know, always look, look, always just like looking ahead. But you like, know what? It's not even a conversation I would have had with myself a year ago. That's that's actually a good. That's a that's an interesting point. I mean, that would be, yeah. Because when a customer comes in, well, how many phone calls do you miss because you're too busy writing up a ticket? Oh, I, I get a lot of missed phone calls. You know, and if you could like just in, whether or not you you capitalize on that or not, just to have the a service advisor just hey, how can I help you today? Yeah. You know, like hey, how can I help you today? And it's like, oh, cool. And it's like just getting rid of that price. Because what, what's the biggest thing when it comes to selling? It's, it's the price. The price. I mean, and you know it's got to come out of your mouth. Yeah. And you're, you're just, every time you do, I mean, for me, it's the same thing. I know what's wrong with it. I know what it needs. And I'm just like tiptoeing around the number until yeah. it's like, we, you got to freaking finally just it's, land on it. Yeah. You know, and then then you got to do the number, then you got to do the pause, and you got to do the wait and silence, and then the whole dynamic changes, and no longer you're you're the buddy, and it's like, yeah. Well, that's why I tell people. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm, I guess I'm the bearer of bad news. But right, you know, this is this is what's wrong with your car, and then this is how much it is, and they're just blown away. And I was like, 
that much. It's like, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, no longer. I mean, if you got a good relationship with that person, there's a possibility that you no longer have that relationship. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not that dramatic. Oh, but it, well, I've, it, I've had it, some. It, I mean. it changes the dynamic a little <laughs> bit, you know. But just think about if you had to make those calls without giving a price every time. Now think about you having a job as a service advisor, and you're not the owner; you're just a service advisor. So you got someone say you're working for you. It's easy for you or I or most other service advisors to do that. Pick up the phone, make the phone call. This is what you need. This is how much it's going to be. Because you get used to it. You just kind of get numb to it a little bit. But it's still in the back of your head. And every time you make the call, especially if it's a $3,500 or $4,500, you know, maintenance item. Like, hey, have you not touched this car in 10 years? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? And like, and then the technician comes back like, oh, hey, by the way, this is also bad, too. You're like, oh, my God. Really? And it's not that you have to tell them that there's more stuff that they need to fix. It's that you have to add more money to the repair order, Right. And so you wait on that. You it's like you to avoid making that phone call. You it's like, and I don't know. But, and then you're staring at the estimate, yeah, and you're like changing it. It's like you spend yeah. so much time giving him this number to make sure it's as low as possible yeah, to like, still make money on. I could, you know what? I could, I could lower down the labor rate, or I could, you know, take some time off or whatnot. Yeah, but then you wait there for a little bit, yeah, and you're like, like, oh my god, I can't do that. Like I'm not gonna make any money yeah, exactly. if I like it's already as low as I can make it. Yeah. You know. So then you bring it back, and it's yeah. like you just spent ten freaking minutes adding three hundred dollars to this estimate. It's like, but I think I think it's 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 worse when you do have a connection with this customer yeah and you and it's but if it's somebody like that new customer or something you don't know it becomes easy I, I, you have no attachment to that person it's for me for me yeah. it, no, for, well for me it is yeah I, mean, I, 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 I get that for me it's like yeah, you know what okay this is how much it is i get oh, it i'm sorry it's too much i'm sorry that's the best i could do but when it's somebody that you know and you have a good connection with and it's like hey, well man, the third time they come in you know them well so it's like every one of them is going to convert, hopefully, well, yeah, to be I mean, two or well, three times a year. I'm talking about every second. For, like, we get a lot of tow-ins. Yeah. So not that, you know, to say that we're taking advantage of tow-ins, but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if, if say, it needs an alternator, per se, and it's 800 bucks, it is what it is. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like. Well, it should be like that no matter what. It should be like that no matter what. But, but I, I get what you're saying. But if it's somebody you know, a customer that's a repeated customer, and I was like, all right, I mean, it's 800 bucks. I'll do it for 600 I mean, but. Yeah, you get a little loyalty reward. Yeah, or but I mean, that, that's just taken away from you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it shouldn't be that way. But what I, was get, what I was getting at is like having that divorce. So it's like you have your, your, your advisor is like, hey, this is what it's going to need. Well, how's it gonna, how much is that going to be? Like, well, I, I don't know. Like. Or not that you don't know. Of course, you come up with something better than that. But you just say, hey, this is what it needs. I just want to let you know it's taken care of. We're on it. We have answers. I wanted to give you the answers as soon as possible. And we'll have a price to you here within the hour. And then you email or text that price. like this is, And you have the, an estimator do it. Someone that's completely biased to the yeah. whole situation. And then they can call back and talk to the advisor. Oh, my God. This says going to be $800. Well, you know, it, that that is what the cost is. But I, I want to, you know, let you know it's in the best capable hands there is. It's going to be, you know, three-year warranty. And it's like, and just focus on selling instead of having that in the back of your head. Like, oh, I got to give them this $800 estimate for this alternator. And and for yourself, it's like, I couldn't spend $800 on this car. Yeah. And you always empathize. And I think that's the big problem too is like you, 
for me it was being in a transmission shop was like especially starting is like i don't have six thousand dollars to put in my truck for a transmission yeah. so every time i sold one of those it was like i was going way out of my own comfort zone it's like there's no way i don't have six grand in my bank it's account like, right now to put a transmission like, it's like holy moly yeah. how, how am i going to sell this yeah, right you now get the, you get the, if, if i can afford it they can afford it right so of, of course you, you empathize with yeah. them you just have empathy and it's like i don't i couldn't afford that how are they going to be able to afford it you know yeah but you do a few and yeah, you get used to it. You get, you know, callous to it and you just move on. It's like, this is what it costs. But that's Especially when you realize you only make $500 off of that job. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting <laughs> concept though. I mean, having that set up, that would be a good idea. Just because you're right. I mean, you could have somebody, a uh, service advisor, just taking in calls, taking appointments, you know, taking in whatever estimates need to be estimated and then passing that on to the estimator, having the estimator call the customer with, once the estimate is ready to go and i think it's something other industries use as well well isn't that like something like what doctors do i mean it's doctors do it plumbers yeah, do it yeah. the dentist does it yeah so the doctor doesn't come in and tell you how much it's gonna be uh, hey, you don't hear no numbers the, doctors come, come, the doctors come in and tell you hey, this is what's wrong and this is unfortunately this is what we got to do yeah you go to get a dentist get a root canal it's like yep you need a root canal like how much is it gonna be doc like oh, i don't know you gotta go sign that yellow paper up there and first sign the yellow paper yeah, you gotta talk to the little sweetie behind the desk, and then she's like, it's 1200 bucks. And you're like, well, I wasn't gonna, but you seem nice. <laughs> the guy, yeah. the guy with the drill back there, he's not real nice. I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna give him any money, but I'll give you the money. He looks mean, especially he, with the beard. He, he is mean, drilling away he's into my freaking gun. The eyes he's got with the beard. I don't know. I, don't I, gotta, guy. I gotta pay for this when I'm done, too. This <laughs> sucks. That's uh, funny. I mean, the dentist and the automotive field, I feel like it's a lot of connections. It's a lot of similarities. Nobody wants to be there. But you got to be there. Especially if you want to eat. You want to eat? You got to have your car. You want to go to work. You want to go to work. You got to have your car. You want to go get something to eat. You got to have your car. You want to eat? You got to have your teeth. Yeah, your your car. Yeah, so the similarities are definitely... um, there's a lot going on there between the two. And it's it's one of the same things they do as far as dividing that kind of stuff up. You get everything you need to get your x-rays and all that. And then it's like they bundle it. Here's everything you need. And then it's like, boom, you get hit with the price. I, I mean, obviously, I don't, I'm don't. i not in the situation or the position to be able to do that. But as you grow and it's like just have something in the works that could possibly work. And obviously, you got to talk about it try to get like different ideas and it's like part of the training the seminars which like started talking about is like go in there and hear what other people are doing yeah because everybody's got their own ideas and may come back with something you know hey that sounds like a pretty good it, that's just like what we're talking about right now i mean that does sound like a good idea to me yeah you know, having somebody i mean like for example my, like having my wife now that she's there most days i mean having her just do the the Taking calls in and have my service writer do the estimates. Yeah. I mean, kind of a starting point. Yeah. I guess if you're slow enough for that, I don't know. Even if you're slow or busy, I mean. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like, how, you, you could have them both just writing up, writing you know what, you know writing up repair orders. You know what? It's weird because not thinking of it, I, I think I have been doing that. I, I haven't even noticed. <laughs> Because usually when my wife's there, she does answer most of the phone calls, takes appointments in and whatnot, and then relates that information over to Eric. And then he's the one that starts writing up the estimates and all that, and then he makes the call. 
So, like, yeah, thing that's been going on, I just didn't even notice. Yeah, a hybrid way. I mean, you don't like. Hybrid, I, mean, I mean, obviously, it's like what I said isn't like what needs to happen, but I'm not saying just articul- articulating that yeah. into like some sort of a role where it's like kind of divorced a little bit. Because I'm sure there's there's a, like service advisors or owners out there that get that client in, you know. Yeah, and you know, a- you know that one client, and then and then all of a sudden that that re- estimates like nine grand, and, and then- you're like, hey, can you call this guy for me? <laughs> no, or I get the I get the calls like. Let me talk to Lalo. Yeah. I was like, what? What's wrong? Well, I gave him the sesame and I don't think he liked it. I was like, yeah, he, wants a- talk, he wants to talk to me? Yeah. So, do you, do you discount that? See, that's sometimes. You do, huh? That sometimes. See, that so just makes him want to talk to you again. That's, that's what gets me right there sometimes. That's why I say, no, just tell him I'm busy. Or I'm not here. Just handle it. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, Why don't you just take the phone call and be yeah, like, if, yeah, well, right. if that's what the price is, that's what the price is. I can't help you with that. I'm sorry. Then I'm the bad guy. That's you're the bad guy anyway. You just said you're the bear of bad news. So I just put I your bear. I don't, I don't want that. I don't want put your bear. Put your bear costume on and say I'm the bear that brings the bad news. <laughs> I don't want the I don't want the title no more. That's, I'm, I'm tired of carrying that title. Oh, you, you never get tired of that. That's gonna be a lifer right there. Like, it's a life title. I'm always. Gonna I mean, I think you just need to change the your your thought process. I do. A little bit. I do, and I think you know the next. You're giving one, them good news because they get their vehicle back, and all they got to do is give them give you money. Hey, I think the next one that calls me say, you know what? It is. But he said it is. Yeah. I've I started like doing that, and then I would look at the. I was like, whoa, that's a lot less than I would have put on there. Um, in some cases, that is. A I was case. Like, how much did they tell? How much did she tell you? That's what I do with when, when it was just Leanne up front, and she would. Hey, can you talk to him because they're having a hard time? With and I'd look at it and I, I'd call him and hold on, let me let me see what price. Whoa, she gave you four hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that's what she said. That's that's a good, good deal. I, I, I would have been five hundred twenty at least, <laughs> like or whatever. Good. You know, like uh, that's just like the, the how I would do it, just to. That's a good tactic. Yeah, we, a good thing you talked to her because it would have been more for me. Like, yeah, so you got the nice one. Yeah, now everyone wants to talk to Leanne now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. They call the. I'll answer the phone. Can I talk to Leanne? Like, you sure can. <laughs> right away. That's good. Yeah, that's good. It, I mean, it worked. It, it's just like just the tactics, you know, just changing the mindset a little bit of like not being bad news. It's like this is good news. What's good news? Well, you get your eagle back. And all it takes is a little bit of money, or a lot of bit of money. I don't know. However you want to look at it. And then it's like, oh man, four thousand dollars. Like, yeah, but that's only a couple hundred bucks a month. If you want to divide it over yeah, the next two years, you know, yeah, like that's, that's not even a car payment. Yeah. So just yeah, I mean, obviously there's the sales tactics once they get the number and like moving forward from there. So I don't know. I don't know if that would necessarily work because of that, because you're trying to divide, turn it into two different jobs. I don't know. I don't because then the, the service advisor obviously has to talk the client down once they get the number, so they're dealing with the price anyway. I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, what that end game would look like. It's just like that thought of like, 
It's two different jobs. Well, it's it's, it's bo- the bottom line is is writing service is two different jobs. It's an advising service and it's a writing service. Yeah. It's that's why it's like everyone says it's a service writer or you're a service advisor. No one can get the damn word right or call them the right thing. It's like because it's two f- freaking separate jobs. You have yeah. you have to advise them on what's wrong with it. Then you have to write how much the estimate is going to be. It's two separate jobs, and it. I mean, I, I do. It, I feel bad for the counter people. No, it, sometimes, it, it, it you know? is a lot. I mean, it is a lot because I mean, I, I've, I've done it, and it's it's very time consuming. Yeah. Uh, to write up and have to call the customer, and you know, try to take care of your you know guys as far as ordering their parts and stuff like that. So it, it's and then a walk in comes in, walk in, and then the phone in, calls ring yep, again, yep. and then someone wants to call and ask about yep. why is it so much, and yep. hey, I can get the part there, and I can. And then you're like four or five tickets behind, and now the guys are standing there waiting for the next repair order. And yeah. Then before you know it, you're just shouting across the shop, just pull out in and do an oil change, do an oil change, pull out, oh, we need to check the brakes too. And it's like, just turns into a freaking no, it does. madhouse. And that's <laughs> usually how it is over there. And it's, it's, I don't know how you do it like that, man. I, was like, I, I got rid of that a long time ago. Like, not a chance. Nobody moves till you get a work order. And like, we start from there. You know what? And that's one of the things I started implementing again. It's, 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 it's kind of a roller coaster. You know, we, we start doing good, you know, with the job tickets and, and I've, I've seen and I've noticed that that's works great. You have to have it because sometimes when you're just telling them, okay, yeah, that's an oil change and a rotating balance. Okay. They do that. And then it's like, Oh shoot. I forgot that they also mentioned that they wanted to get the, Oh, I'd kill you. Whatever, you know. I'd, I'd, like, oh, my so, God. I know. So That is like, so as now, a technician, that was my freaking pet <laughs> peeve. Pet peeve, I know. Oh, my God. So now it's just like everything's got to be written on the work order and then on the job ticket. That way there's no ifs or buts. Right. You know. And all the information, too. All the information, everything there. And that's what we have, too. Like, make sure, like, whatever the client tells you is written down on that work order for the technicians. Yeah. They should not be coming into the office asking one question about that vehicle. Yeah. Everything should be clearly written. And the same thing for the technicians. When they're done assessing the vehicle, repairing it, there should be no questions from the service advisor to the technician about how that job went or how it was handled. You're now, right. there's always, always, always going to be something that comes in. But limiting that is what's important. If that's like, if there's two conversations a week about cars, fantastic. You know, like as far as like back and forth, like, hey, I just want to clarify this. Uh, okay, cool. Perfect. Hey, I just want to let you know, like, while I was fixing this and this happened, no problem. But when it's like all day long of like that back and forth, oh, hey, but did you also check? Oh, no, I didn't. We'll pull it back in and check it. And then they do it. And then the client comes to pick up and the tech walks in. Oh, hey, by the way, I wanted to let you know while the client's there, they're picking up the car. Yeah. Oh, I broke the handles. Like, oh, dude, God. like that, that is the problem. And that's what I'm trying to eliminate. I'm not trying to eliminate conversations of them like being human beings and talking back and forth. But it's like you, you just set that standard of like everything is nonverbal, everything's written down. And then that way, if, when there's a conversation, it's addressed very like efficiently and quickly. But it's like to the point, like this is what I need. And this, and it's done before anything's turned in because having the client there and you running out like to, to tighten something on a car yeah. when they're picking like, nope, that's that's not going to happen. And then the other side of it, too, is like when the technician's pulling the car out. And oh hey, I also needed you to check. Like nope, we're not doing that either. Like once they're done with it, they're done with it. Unless there's a whole new job to get with you know hours for them to get clocked on because that's takes twelve minutes. Twelve minutes to get the keys, get the tech sheet, get the car, pull it in. You do your job, and then you cut to the end of it. 
pull the car out, wipe your hands off, bring in the tech sheet, go in the office and hang the keys back up. That's 12 minutes right there. It's like, you can't just have them pulling cars in and out. Like, because you forget to tell them something. Like that's no. That's what that's one of the biggest loss of times was there because we've had that shares of of miscommunications. Yeah, yeah. We all, I mean, we all start there. Yeah. Frustrating and whatnot, just because you know what? Hey, uh, shoot, the, you know, the car left, and you know, I forgot to check this or check that, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. What do you want me to call him right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like we call him. I mean, how's that going to look? Yeah, I was like. I mean, I still get that, like the plastic engine covers. That's one of the that's one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> that, that's one. I, can't, I if I got upset about that, oh like gosh. I would. Lo- I, I just, so I've I've I just like it is what it is. Oh well, you know, because I, I was like that happens no. so rarely, but it was a pet peeve of mine as well. Because we the old shot, we had a stack of them. Like, we in have the corner, collect- all yeah, different. yeah, we have a collection going. I was like, what are all these covers from? I was like, how hard is it to? Can you take the cover off, just put it aside so you can see it before you close the hood. That way you remember to put it back on. Put it against the tire. Uh, yeah. Against the driver's side tire. You move out of the way. It was in my way, you know, before you move the car, you can remember. Right. Put it inside the, on the floor in the, power, in the driver's seat, you know, just something that's going to remind you to, to put it back on. Yeah. And, and there's some customers that, I mean, to my surprise, there's customers that actually, I think they inspect your work. Because they have popped the hood, and it's like, there's something missing here. Oh, my my cover's missing. And they come, hey, by any chance? Hey, it's their cover. It's, they yeah, paid for it. Well, I know. It's like, oh, let me check. And I look around, and sure enough, there's a Nissan cover here. It's like, yeah, I apologize. You know, I'm like, okay, I forgot to put it on. Yeah, obviously. What else but, did you forget? I mean, and I got to be the one to put the face. Yeah. I usually tell the guy, you know what? You took it off. You go talk to the customer, and you... Hey, you apologize. That's fair. I think that's hey, fair. You know, hopefully that we might not to do it again, but that doesn't work. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. The little, yeah, them, them, all those skid plates. Luckily, it's like yeah, I think it's like one this year. The so. skid, well, and then the skid plates. I mean, that's also one of those things too. But the only time they they um, notice is when. If they end up taking it somewhere else to do a service or something. If someone calls you out. Yeah, they bring it up. Hey, you should let you know you're missing the cover. What? And all they heard is the shop you were at before forward. forgot yeah. to put something back on your car. Exactly. It wasn't like That's, a plastic cover or it's, something. It's just like, totally not important. No. It was like, no, they forgot to put stuff on your car. No, it, it just seems like they forgot to put oil in your car. Yeah, it might as well have been. It might, yeah, it just... Slap in the face. But, yeah. but that's what I mean, like having those operations and those systems in place to make sure like all that stuff's checked all the time and double yeah. check and trickle, triple checks. Like without it, you just constantly deal with that. Before you know it, you got a stack of those things going to the freaking ceiling, yeah. you know, uh, in the corner of the shops. Like, oh, you can't throw them away. You got to keep them. It's like you never. You never <laughs> they come back. Like hopefully hopefully they come back and you put them back on the next service they come in. Well, but, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. But like having those those procedures and then like having the text sheets and having like all that stuff written down all the time is like, I, don't, I just couldn't do without it. Like I, and I, we still have issues with protocols. You know, the way we do it is like so different than probably not everybody in the nation, but like at least in this area, because everyone, you know, comments about it. Like oh, you guys just do it so different. It's hard for me to like, so we've come to the conclusions. Like, it's okay. Like we get it. We do things a little different. We're a little particular you know peculiar about it like 
but you'll get it. And we just constant reminders. Hey, make sure you write it down. And some days it gets a little hectic and gets a little blurry. And instead of writing something down, they'll come in and like, hey, I just want to let you know we need this. It's like both lines are tied up. I got someone in my office. Like everyone's there. And now the tech's like kind of looking around to to like try to, hey, I need to talk to somebody. And then you can see it click like, oh, yeah, I need to write it down and hand it in. There you go. Perfect. You know, and it is easier for the most part if I'm like, if I'm just sitting here and I'm, you know, on, uh, on Facebook or whatever, cause sometimes I'll that's just sit here and just, well, I just do nothing. All you're day. right. Because I usually look and say, let me see what Jim is doing. <laughs> oh, look at that. He's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I want to okay. talk about the marketplace <laughs> in a second, but, uh, but yeah, if I'm just, if, I, if I'm just sitting in here and I'm like going through whatever and it's like, Hey, what do you need? Like, you know, or I'll, I'll walk around like, Hey, anything you need? And it's like, and I'll help when I can, but it's like the whole point of the procedure is like, so when there's like three people in the office, all the lines are tied up. Like, I don't need you just standing there waiting for someone to be, you know, yeah. free. Like, here, well, you know what the procedure is. So just fall back to that and then we'll get to it when we're caught up, you know. And it's not to like demean anybody, say you're like below anybody, but it's like that's just the procedure. Mm-hmm. Just like if they're in the middle of a job and we have a, wa- a, 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 um, a walk-in come in on the on the hook and we need someone to look at it to see if they need to get a rental car or if it's just the radiator hose needs to be replaced you know like so you need someone to look at it right now to to advise that situation if they're all busy like i'm not gonna go break protocol and be like hey you're in the middle of this job go do this but sometimes you have to and so knowing what job they're on and what they're in the middle of knows which tech you can pull to go do that you know it's it's like it's, it goes both ways, you know. No, you're right about that, and I think I'm I'm starting to become more and more of a big believer of SOPs, you know, because like that, that's been one of the toughest things for me to, to yeah. accomplish. Well, it's hard with it. All comes back to the people, yeah. If they're willing to do it, and I'm blessed and grateful to have like guys that are like on the same page I am, and then like the more they see it working, the more they start believing it. And yeah. Like, wow, you're right, you know, and not to say I'm right because it sounds good for them to say I'm right, but that, that they agree with the situation. They agree that this is the way we become better yeah. is getting better at these, these procedures. And it's like, this is how we keep growing and how I can just focus on fixing a car and like getting better at that and not having to be like, deal with any, I don't have to deal with anything else. Like you don't need to order parts. You don't need to talk to no, like all you need to do is grab the tech sheet, grab the car and do, do your thing. You know, like, you don't need to worry about anything else. Like, someone comes walking in, you put them in the office. Like, that's it. No, that's cool because, you know, a few times that I've been in an airport, and that's one of the things I've been just, just waiting, you know, for your flight. And I pay attention to everything that goes on there. It's amazing. You say that, the airport? Yeah. The airport. The airport. Okay. You know, just sitting there, you know, phones, your phone battery's running low. You have nothing to do. So, you just sit and just watch. How everything's operating. You do that. Yeah. You go to you go to airports and you I, watch I people. I know. I'm saying the few times that I've been in an airport waiting for a flight. I'm not saying okay. I just go over there and just hang out because I have nothing to do. Okay. At the, I mean, that would be weird. I wouldn't be here <laughs> talking to you about it. a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I mean, just you sit you sit there while you're waiting for your flight and you kind of see how everything operates. And it's like yeah, it's a madhouse. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing or where they're going. But, you know, but everything everything has the SOP. There, what? So, yeah, not, yeah, they got an SOP there. I know what an SOP okay, is. I wasn't asking what that oh, is. Wait, what? I was like, what the hell are you talking? What airport are you watching? I just go to the small ones. I, don't, <laughs> I like watching the small ones. 
I know airports are a madhouse, but you know what? He can't oh my god, it. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing Drinking. or where I'm going or what's what or That's like you. what like is is it is the flight here or not here? Or? But people that work there, they know what to do. I mean, Rouse, you know, imagine, imagine how many accidents it would be. Maybe there are accidents there we don't hear about. But. So you're talking about the sky tower. You're not talking about in the physical airport. No, no, you're not talking not, about the people we walk around and you no, see like, hey, can you help with this? Or like, I don't know. I don't know where that is. Like, don't you work here? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the people out there directing the airplanes and okay. this and that and just so much, move, so many moving parts in there that, you know what? I've never had the pleasure of being a sky I, tower, so I don't no, know. I, no. No. Or the airfield. That The last time I went out there, they... So they're going to arrest me if I'm hanging on the air strip again. I was never out there either. I'm just saying, <laughs> looking through the window. I said I'm not allowed. I'm not authorized. <laughs> you like, well, he said it. the cargo door wouldn't freaking shut. So I'm trying to help you guys shut the cargo door <laughs> so we can get this damn bird off the freaking ground. <laughs> My God. Is there any mechanics in the house? Yeah. Can I just fix this so we can go? <laughs> My God, man. What is so hard about this right now? Fill her up. Oh, my God. Now nah, I was taking thoughts about flying with you to this <laughs> training deal, dude. Can only oh, it, dude. Oh, believe me. <laughs> if they say the bird's down, I'm going to be out there. <laughs> Hands I'm on. Gonna, We're getting this thing in the air right now. I have a bad feeling. We're going to be on the no-fly list <laughs> after this, man. Let's get going. Uh, everybody up. Uh, you want man. me to fly it, too, for you? Come on, now. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you know... It, with an SOP, everything should run smoothly without you having a. Well, I get where you're, yeah, I get, I get the, uh, I get where you're going with it with the airplanes and having. Yeah. Every, so I mean, with you the, don't make a mistake. Yeah. There is no second guessing. This is where you land. This is where you go. This is now. Now this runway is off limit. It's like everything has yeah, and its place has protocol and everything. Yeah. So if this goes wrong, then this is what you do. Or right. You're, so same thing at a shop, you know. It, you know, Same thing you, anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's and I'm starting to see the importance of that. Right. Which that's it's not the day to day grind no. that necessarily needs it. It's when things start going off the rails and then everybody comes looking for you. Mm-hmm. Hey, what should I do, boss? What should I be doing now that this didn't go right? What should I do now that these parts didn't come in for this right. job that was supposed to take me all day? Hey, this guy just walked into the shop. What should we do with him? Hey, it's like all those questions yeah. are like that's the importance of the SOP. In my opinion, that's the importance of the SOPs. Yeah, it avoid having those questions and right. avoid you know you taking away from what you got to do or you're doing to right. address those questions. So, I mean, that's one of the biggest things I'm fighting right now is just trying to free myself up from all. See, that. but it, it takes that strict when you're not busy, and we're all busy. Like we we have stuff to do, but. There's most days when it's like the schedule's lined up. There isn't a lot of walk-ins. There's not a lot of phone calls. We are kind of hanging out a little bit, but everyone's got something to do, you know, and you're just getting work done. Like, it's not like hectic, pulling out, running around crazy. It's just like everything's just kind of smooth. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, you get the big long-term project. You just have a day where it's kind of mellow, and those are the days you have to make sure you keep on the protocol. And I think that's really hard to do, and it's awkward because someone will come up, hey, I need to get this part. We'll write it down put it on my desk and then I'll deal with it. And it's like, it's very obvious that you're, that I'm not doing anything or right. Leanne's not doing anything at that particular moment. But it's like having that like, uh, training or having that, uh, just getting the wheel turning. I mean, well, it's like, it's like, like, it's like, it's training. It's, tra- it's yeah, just, it's training. and it's like, that's the perfect time to train. Cause it's, it's not a madhouse. It's like, Hey, so what I need you to do, write everything down and then hand it to me and then, and then we'll deal with it and I'll get back to you. But it's like that awkward of like, you know, you you see it in their eyes. Well, They're like know, looking around, like, well, what are you doing so, right so, now? You yeah, can't, well, yeah, I get it all the time. It's like, well, 
what are you doing right now? You Can you do just tell? It's like it doesn't matter. This is what I need you to do because yeah. it, it just it's just a training. It's right. training, and that like when I said, then when you have three or four people in there, they're not standing there waiting for you to be not busy. They know like, oh yeah, I just write it down, hand it in, and it's like. So that's what that I think that's what's hard is like doing it when you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like training those systems in when you don't actually need them, so that they come into play when it's when there's a plane coming down. You know, no, yeah, you're right about that. And I think that's one of the issues that I've been having is I never have a slow day, which is always a madhouse. But well, that should be easier than train them then, because then you can tell them, "Hey, look how busy yeah. I am. Look what I'm doing. I need you to yeah. do this to help." But uh, for me, like what I was just getting at the point is like we have days that aren't like that, especially in tra- we have three or four transmission jobs. Like, okay, now we're booked up for the rest of the week, so we don't have people walking. It isn't a madhouse. Everything's just like, hey, we have you know 120 hours sold. Like this is what just what needs to be done this week, and it's like cruising. Yeah. It's like, hey, so this line broke, and I need to get a you know. It's like they could just walk up and say that, but it's like that's not. I need you to write it down, hand it in, and then we'll take care of it. But that makes it harder because it can't be like, look how busy I am. It's like, I'm not no, doing I, anything. I get you. I'm no, just scrolling right. on Facebook right. right now. It's like marketplace. <laughs> See what next thing I'm on, my next project I'm going to buy. Uh, <laughs> what's with the marketplace, man? What what happened? Have you tried selling anything on, on, on the Facebook marketplace? No, I never do. Oh, my God. I don't understand no. what happened. Well, what's going on? I, I'm out of the loop on that. I never sell anything. You don't? Oh, it's the most awful experience I've ever dealt with in my life. Why? It's just like, I don't know. I, there's, it's got to be bots or just, I don't know, the as human population well, uh, intelligence as, is just plummeted. I don't know. As, as far as getting phone calls and asking questions about what you're selling? Or? I don't know. If one more per- person asks me if it's available, I'm going to freak oh. out. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, the few, the, the few things. It's a real I, thing. No, the, the few things that I, I try to sell. Yeah, I think one of the things that just drew me off was that is people just ask me, hey, is it still available? I said, well, if you still see it on there, of course it's available. If it's not on there, obviously it's gone, but. Yeah, then they offer you like they, $500 less and you're like, okay. And then it's like. $500 less, I'm selling it for 100 bucks. How yeah. can I do, how can I do 500 less? Yeah, and then you're like, yeah. And then you don't <laughs> ever hear from them again. Yeah. Oh my God. I have this little uh, Lexus RX 300. Oh, no, not Lexus. I'm talking about Volvo. It was a Volvo. You saw, so you saw it. The one I was selling, the Volvo XC90. Yeah, and the one that commented, it's like, is it, is it available? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like probably, the, I had 194 requests for that thing. Really? Yeah. 200 bucks. Needs an engine. And you saw the ad. I was like, very, I, I, very specific. I didn't even know why I read it through the ad. I wasn't even interested. Hey, so I did chat GBT on that I was going to say. That was a chat I, GBT I, ad. Is it? Dude, it was. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you about that. I was it like, write be. up an ad that I do not want to be bothered unless you have $200 cash and you're ready to come pick it up. And then I said, and then have all the specifics too. The engine, you know, jump, timing jump needs an engine. This thing's an 06 freaking Volvo XC90. It's garbage. Like it just, it's, it's, get rid of it, you know? I was like, I was just hoping someone could maybe make use of it. I don't want to see it go to the salvage yard because I have a heart. Sentimental like, value? No sentimental value. It's just, it's just a good car. It was, it was a nice car. Like the body was in pretty good shape. Tires in good shape. The interior was all leather. Like it's a nice car. Like other than the fact it was a Volvo XC90, it was like, but if, if you didn't know anything about Volvos or anything about anything in the world, like it was like, it was like, it's a pretty decent little car. Like maybe someone can make use of it. It looked like for it. For 200 bucks, 
I was like, someone maybe could put an engine in it, maybe whatever. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, to be honest. Now looking back, but honestly, for two hundred bucks, you might as well just turn it into a record. So anyway, bucks. they picked it up today. That, oh, did So I was getting to that point, but it was like two hundred bucks, and it was like you saw the ad, very detailed. Do not contact me. Don't ask me if it's available. Uh, it needs an engine, right? I couldn't tell you how many people ask me what it needs. They're like, either. I'll come pick it up today. What does it need? Oh, like 30 in a row. 30 messages. Well, 30, well, three, like, zero. I counted them. What is like, what does it matter what it needs if you're going to pick it up? I mean, you already decided you're going to pick it up. So why does it matter what it needs? I just, I had a auto, uh, not auto, but I did a copy cut place. I said, please read the ad with the little hands. Yeah. I said, please read the ad. And I just did that over and over. Like the please little. And hands. then I went back through and just blocked all those people off of Facebook. I just went block, block, block. All. So 30, I had like 40 or 50, just like, is this available? Block them all. And the rest of them was uh, asking if I'd take any less. What's the That's least, what's the, face, what's dude. the least yeah. that you'll take? What's the least that I'll take? So I just started replying 500. And it says, but the ad says 200. <laughs> oh, my me, God. Block, me, block, yeah. block, block. You're asking me a question. I'm answering. I, mean, you I, don't, don't, like I, don't, I don't understand it at all. And then I have a few of them. Can I come look at it today? Like, what do you want to look at? It's a $200 Car. Volvo XC90. There's nothing to look at. <laughs> it's like, What? So I called I called Timos at like uh, ten this morning. Oh, so you did call Timos. Yeah, I called Timos. Oh, okay. Three hundred bucks. He gave me three hundred bucks. That thing. Dude, he gave you more than you're asking. Oh for. my god, I know. It's not bad, huh? Like all that was for nothing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. All that it's, frustration. It wasn't, it wasn't for nothing. It's, I learned something. It's an experience. I learned something very valuable. It's an experience. It's Don't something. sell nothing on Facebook anymore. <laughs> I made a lot of money off Facebook Marketplace. Huh? A lot of cars I turn and burn, and I just I don't know what happened. It's so strange. Because I have another, I have a truck too, a 2001 uh, Chevy, the 1500, the V6. Oh, I've seen that one, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the little V6 thing, long bed. It's a long bed, 4.3 V6. Because in the ad it says 2001 Chevy 1500 long bed, 4.3 V6. I just want to make this clear because I have another story for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lovely. It says, it's in the ad it says long bed. Did you see it? And yeah, then the, the engine knocks. Yeah. It's like, so... This is the one uh, was from Christian. He put an engine in it, and it sat for like a year because uh, this he put bolts in it and the starter, and they weren't starter bolts, so it was like that had an improper engagement. So anyway, we I had it sitting at the house for a while. I finally, got it running, put some starter bolts in it, fired up, ran. Sweet, this thing runs pretty good too. Took it down to Santa Maria. By the time I got back, the engine oil light was coming on. It was knocking like perfect. That's fun. Uh, problem is I put fuel injectors in it because it has a spider fuel injection system and it was misfiring looking back probably had a fuel in the oil that's probably why the engine went out but neither here nor there that's not that's not focused on the wrong part of the conversation it's not important at all so i'm trying to get like a thousand bucks out of this thing at least to cover your parts yeah but it's an 01 chevy good tires it's got a pretty decent it's, it's a long bed Remember I said it was a long bed, single cab. You know, I was like, I think I can get a thousand bucks out of this thing. You get engines for those things for like seven hundred bucks. I could use one. Yeah, slap it in there, good to go. But I'm at the point now. If I do that, I'm gonna sell it for like twenty five hundred, and I'm still gonna make a thousand bucks. So it's like I'm also just sell it for a thousand now. Call it a day. You know what I mean? 
versus putting the engine in. Yeah, because I'm gonna spend. No, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna spend a thousand with oil and whatever yeah. else I got to put in it. So seven hundred, eight hundred, whatever for the engine. Another. So I got a thousand into it now. So then I sell it for twenty five hundred. So I really only make another five hundred bucks to put an engine in this truck. Yeah, but uh, you also got to you, you also got to consider your time. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like that five hundred to actually do the swaps. Oh, like, so what? A thousand bucks for your time and engine and oil? No, no, no. It'd be I'd have I'd have a th- another thousand, so it takes the price from a thousand to two thousand. But then I sell it for twenty five, so then I make five hundred. If I just sell it for a thousand now, I just walk away with a thousand, you know. Or I can add a thousand into it and make another five hundred dollars. Like that's to put an engine in it. Like uh, it's, it's not, not worth it. Not worth it. No, I mean it, it's yeah, it's just a wash at this point in time. And the thousand at least covers where I'm up to it right now with it right now. But anyway, so guy contacts me. Hey, I'm gonna pick it up. Cool, it's coming from King City. It's like an hour drive. He actually shows up. I'm like, just go to the Home Depot because it's like right around the corner from my house. Go to the Home Depot. I'll meet you there. I'm not giving. I don't give my address out anymore. I'm not doing that. Like so many. There's another thing. A lot of people ask me, "What's your address? I'll come get it." Like I'm not gonna give you my address. I don't even like what. Like the uh, very first thing they say, hi, is this available? What's your address? What? Uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm not going to like start posting my address out. But anyway, so he meets me at Home Depot. Actually sends me a picture like of the home. I'm like, oh, wow, he actually showed up. That's crazy. It was like last night. Oh, uh, last night. Yeah, it was last night. Damn. All right. So I run down there. I'm like, follow me back to the house. And before he shows up, I messaged him. It's $1,000 cash. Please read the ad. Like, make sure you understand what it is. It's $1,000 cash. So he shows up, looks at it. First thing he says, can you guess? What's the lowest you go? I thought this was a short bed. Oh. I, I can't give you 1000 I thought I thought this was the short bed truck. Can you start it for me? What do you want to start it for? Does it run Does good? It run? I was, I was going to ask you. I'm sure he came oh God, this is, a trailer. This is my nightmare right now. No, he didn't come with a trailer. That's and it. I told him specifically. There's other thing. I was like, make sure you come. I was just a thousand cash with a trailer and please read the That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he came without a trailer thinking he's going to be driving home. Oh, my God. To King City. Oh, my God. To... <sighs> he said he had a tow bar. It was like a freaking, oh, this guy. So. To kind of paint a picture, his plan was to take it down to Mexico. So that was like, there was a little bit of a language barrier between us. I don't know if that helps or not. Was that relevant to the story? No, it's not. No, oh, I'm no. sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was, and I, so it was just kind of like, it was like a weird No, I mean, vibe. I, I don't get to take it back to King City. I mean, but who cares if he's going to Mexico? I mean. Yeah, I guess the point is, is like the, just like the language barrier and like. <laughs> Can you can you start it? Like start it for what? No, it's freaking knocking, man. It's ready to put a sight glass inside of the block. I'm not gonna start it. Oh, I want to hear it run. Does it run good? Does it run good? Oh, you know what? This is my nightmare right you now. What? what are you talking about? Regardless, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. And so then he ended up offering me six hundred bucks. I'll get. I'll give you like six hundred. What? It's a thousand dollars. I told you. I told you before. Can it's a thousand dollars? Oh, but I thought it was a short bed. And I didn't know the engine was knocking. Right, sure you did. No, <laughs> I, 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 what the f- I've going learned, on right no, now? I, I've learned. I've learned not to budge when it comes down to that because they know. Yeah, they know. They they saw your you know your giving 
face and yeah maybe that's what it was and, and, yeah and just too kind I'm, I'm of too kind of too damn guy. nice yeah they said i'm gonna take advantage of this guy say nope uh, well, you should have called me yeah i would have met you there i was like would have done your talk it was sablo it's like whatever pass the mantequilla i'm like <laughs> boom here's my thousand bucks like yeah how'd you there do you that go. it's like thousand for you five hundred for me let's go <laughs> so uh, so you ended up taking it no, I didn't take oh, it. Okay, I was saying maybe you did budge. Like, no, a thousand dollars, a thousand dollar truck. I don't okay. know what to tell you, man. Like, good thing you didn't. That's good. I was like, no, I'll part it out for a thousand dollars. Like, what are you talking about? I get, the, I get the trans. I can pull the trans out, sell it for five. I could take the seat out, sell it for three. I could sell the tires for another, probably three. Like, and then just junk the rest of it. Like, next time you should. Twitter. I don't want to do all that, but I mean, next time you should do just get that chat on. What is it? What is it? Chat GBT. GBT. Yeah. And just also, can you also write in Spanish? Maybe that's where the confusion was. He Maybe said, yeah. If they didn't, they didn't know it was the long bit because he couldn't read. Long yeah, it was bit. like the yeah. So, like all the pictures, as, as like the pictures like were like that's like yeah they need to translate the pictures too like the that's, picture of like the long bed truck sitting there. With like six different pictures of it and like different angles, I I can see how that could be confusing. That's or like the title of the ad, like oh one Chevy fifteen hundred long bed, that was probably confusing. And then like two or three more times, like in the ad, this is the Chevy long bed truck, great for landscaping because it's a long bed truck. And then you put a landscaper next to it with the rake and everything. The, yeah, yeah. And then that's right there is a seller. I think the only way to be 100% is take like a tape measure. I'd like take a tape measure, take a picture of the tape measure on the bed. That's, oh. That's like the only surefire way. And they probably figure out something to make that not work either. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty damn over Facebook. But it's like the new Craigslist. It's like awful. Yeah. Terrible. I rarely sell anything. If I do sell something, it's usually in person. Just word of mouth. So you want, okay. Boom. Yeah, I get it. I'm over it. Well, yeah, a little off in the weeds there, but I think it was important it for was, to get that off the chest a little bit. It was a good way to finish it. Yeah, segue this thing out on. <laughs> stay off of Facebook, huh? Stay off of Facebook. <laughs> Moral story, stay off of Facebook. <laughs> well, till next time, huh? And uh, for any of you listening that's going to be at ASTE, you can find us both there. Exactly right. That's right. Is it is it Rally or Ra- Raleigh? Raleigh. It's, Raleigh. I, 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 it's not Raleigh. Raleigh. No, Raleigh, because I remember Raleigh. Darius Rucker mentioned that in the song. Did he? Yeah. Raleigh. Was, I, thought he, I thought it was Rocky Like a Wagon Wheel. Yeah, you know the song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what he said. I didn't say Raleigh. It was Raleigh. Raleigh. He said, yeah, I already said Raleigh. Okay, cool. I, and that's funny because I was just listening to it this morning, uh, today, all day today. Raleigh Durham. I was like, it's a sign. Durham or Durham? This is gonna be a pretty good time. I'm it excited. is. I'm excited. You know, mean well, mean Lucas. Yeah, that's your boy. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, don't forget about David too. All right, David too. Well, David. I feel like uh, you and David are really gonna kid it off. Is that right? Yeah, you and him are kind of one and the same. I think. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, you guys are definitely. I think so too. I'm... Go for some whiskey drinks. We'll see. Is he the one that drinks whiskey or is, is it Lucas? I don't know. I thought you said one of them was. I don't know. One of them, both of them. I think if you're 
anybody on in the United States, you should be drinking whiskey. I've been trying to, but I can't. You can do tequila. That's fine. <laughs> I'll stick to that. Is that racist? Uh, a little bit. Just a little bit, but I'll let it slide. <laughs> Till next time. I'll give you a round of applause. Oh, wait. Wrong one. There it is. <laughs> La- right. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Lalo. Get it right for next time, though.